Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. I'm going to be reading from Luke chapter 1, verses 39 to 56. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greetings, the baby leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favoured that the mother of the Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leapt for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He's brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Please, would you pray with me? Father God, as we consider your word together, Please guide our thoughts and may this talk bless everyone here and you, Lord, and may it encourage us to praise you more and love you and know you better. In Jesus' name, amen. This morning, I want to start by telling you a story. It happened a long, long time ago when I was about 13 and living in South Africa. It was at Christmas time. Now, because South Africa is in the Southern Hemisphere, Christmas is in summer. So that is when we have our big holidays. Uh, and my mum and dad nearly always took us caravanning or camping. And that year, we went down to the Cape. And on the pitch next to us on the campsite was a couple who had a little girl who was about four years old. And she told us that she wanted a Barbie for Christmas, specifically a Barbie rocker. She was so excited about Christmas. And on Christmas morning, the whole campsite could hear 
just how excited she was, particularly about her Christmas present. Because when she opened it, she let out a shout of joy and began to loudly celebrate, making up a song that went like this. A Barbie rocker, I got a Barbie rocker, a Barbie rocker. Her song of celebration was admittedly simple, but it was heartfelt and everyone knew about her good news. I wonder, do you ever make up little songs or ditties when you're excited about something? I do. And so did Mary, Jesus's mum. In fact, she made up a very famous song in the Bible called the Magnificat. And it's named after the first line of her song. The word Magnificat comes from the Latin word magnify, which is an old-fashioned way of saying exalts or glorifies. We might say celebrate and wow. What powerful words Mary uses to start her song. My soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my Saviour. Mary's song really is a fabulous celebration. Some have called it the gospel before the gospel because of what it contains. It is full of joy, reasons to be cheerful, to praise God and to celebrate. Did you know that today, the third Sunday of Advent, is traditionally called Gaudete Sunday in the Western Church calendar? Gaudete is Latin and it means rejoice. So it seems appropriate then that we are looking today at Mary's song because it definitely is a song of rejoicing and celebration. But what is Mary celebrating? Why is Mary celebrating? And who is Mary celebrating? The answers to those questions are all linked together. And that is what we're going to think about now. Throughout this morning's service, we've read and watched and heard a lot of Mary's story. She's had a visit from an angel, which would have been quite a shocking event for anyone to experience under any circumstances. But the angel's message to Mary is particularly life-changing. Mary is told she is favoured by God and he has a special job for her to be mum to God's son, who is going to be the saviour of the world, whose kingdom will never end, and who will be called Jesus, the son of the most high. Mary was, as we have heard, a bit stunned and puzzled about how this could be because she was unmarried. But she's told by God that it's by the angel, that God is going to make it happen and she's going to become pregnant in a supernatural, miraculous way by the Holy Spirit overshadowing her. And it's all really exciting, although there is a tricky bit for Mary. In her culture at that time, she would have been in a lot of trouble because she was unmarried and pregnant. But God has chosen her. You see, God always looks at our hearts 
and chooses the right person for the job, even when other people don't necessarily agree with God's choices. Anyway, Mary also hears the good news that her cousin Elizabeth, who is old, is about and has been unable to have a baby her entire life, is also pregnant. God is at work there too. Mary dashes off on a 70-mile journey to the hill country to visit her. And when she knocks on Elizabeth's door and greets her, something amazing happens. Elizabeth's baby is filled with the Holy Spirit and leaps in her tummy. And as as an angel has actually foretold will happen. At that moment, Elizabeth is also filled with the Holy Spirit and says words that confirm to Mary all that the angel has told her. She is the mother of the Lord. No wonder Mary bursts into a song of praise and celebration when she hears Elizabeth confirming everything the angels told her. And even though her circumstances haven't changed and are still rather precarious, it doesn't matter to Mary because she can suddenly see the bigger picture, God's picture. And she knows God is about to do something amazing. She is full of joy and hope and excitement. And she starts singing a made-up song. And she gets all her quotes from Scripture. It echoes other songs like that of Moses and Miriam and Hannah and the Psalms that went before it. In fact, it is a sort of psalm. Mary's song, like the Psalms, celebrates God and what he has done for her, for Israel, and in fact, everyone. And what a lot there is to celebrate. We could spend a long time exploring all the things that Mary mentions, and in fact, I have. And it is the most amazing and fascinating bit of Scripture. But the truth is that much of what Mary mentions in the song including that God extends his mercy to us and that he lifts up the lowly and he cares for the hungry can be summed up in the words that Mary, these words that Mary sings. God has done great things for me. He has done great things for Mary. He has chosen her to be the mother of his son. But it wasn't just for Mary that he was doing this. God has done great things for us. Remember how the angel said to Mary, well, you don't because we didn't actually read that bit, but the angel says to Mary, for no word from God will ever fail. Okay. And then Elizabeth says to her, blessed is he who has believed that the Lord will fulfill his promises to her. And Mary herself sings about this. She's not talking about just what God's done for her. She's singing about all of us. She's singing about how God has has kept his word, how he's fulfilling the promises he made long before Mary was born. Promises that mean so much to us all, even now. She sings of how he's doing all the things he is doing according to the promises 
he has made to our ancestors, to Abraham and his descendants forever. Long ago, God made a promise to bless all the world and to send a saviour. And that is what he was doing. Mary is celebrating the God who keeps his promises. All the promises about a saviour that were coming true in this moment. God was doing a great thing, a wonderful thing, a thing that we celebrate at this time of year. He was sending and has sent his son, Jesus, to save us all. That is something worth celebrating, worth singing about, because really this isn't a song just about what God's done. This is a song that celebrates who God is. The whole song resonates with God, with his love for us, with his majesty, from that very first verse through to the end. He is Lord, God my Saviour, mindful of us, mighty one, holy, merciful, mighty and powerful, caring and a just judge, provider, helper, promise-keeping God. This is who our God is. But it is that very first verse that we should reflect on at this moment, on this day of rejoicing, as we consider Mary's song a celebration. It is a powerful and wonderful declaration of who God is and what he is doing at that moment and in this moment. It is that saving action of God that Mary sings of and that we celebrate at this time of year and indeed every single time we meet. God has sent his son Jesus to be our Lord and Saviour, to bring us near to the one and only God who loves us so much that he sent his son to be born in a stable, to grow up a man but was also still completely God, to preach the good news, to die on a cross, to rise again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father, right now, and he will come again. That is who came to save us. That is who Mary's song of celebration speaks This is our God. He truly has done great things for us. And so I want to encourage you to think about what he has done for you and to celebrate that every day, especially in this final week of Advent, running up to Christmas. And so as I draw to a close, I would like to invite you to join me raising your hands in praise and let's say these words together that Mary used 2,000 years ago to celebrate and praise our Lord and Saviour. We say together, the Lord has done great things for me. My soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God 
my Saviour. Amen.